Welcome to the Grace's Braid Be Braid podcast. I am Chris Kratzer and welcome. Hey, just a special uh, word to those of you who are continual, consistent listeners of the podcast. Hey, just want to give you a thanks and um, glad that you're here. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, I am Chris Kratzer uh, and super glad you're checking in and um Hey, if you don't know something about me, there's two books that I've written. First is Leatherbound Terrorism, which actually uh, really gets into depth in terms of how I transitioned uh, the story uh, of how I transitioned out of conservative evangelicalism into being um, an affirming, uh, I guess one could say progressive pastor. And, uh, and then the second book just out just a couple months ago, really, uh, also available on, on Amazon, both of those books available on Amazon. The second book is Stupid Shit Heard in Church and the Truth That Will Wipe You Clean. Uh, that book's done very well, and I'm really encouraged by the reviews and the responses, uh, some of the things that people have written me. Uh with in terms of the impact that the book is having for them. So just really thankful for that. And a large part of my ability to write is those who contribute to my writing. And some of those are you who listen to this podcast and a special thank you to those who are financially contributing. That just uh, gives uh, the opportunity and pays for the expenses of being able to write and invest myself in writing and caring for the people who are impacted uh, from my writing. So, hey, thank you. Appreciate that. And glad you're listening to what I want to say is episode, I should always look at these things before I get started, but I'm thinking it's either episode 22 or 23. And the title is Deconstruction, the new progressive religion, question mark. Is deconstruction the new progressive religion? And I just, I'm just wondering, you know, and, and I want to start off because I can just hear some of you already getting jacked up, ready to email me or meet in your little progressive groups and start trash talking and start, you know, shaming and start labeling me in different ways and getting on your podcasts or writing your blogs, whatever, talking about what I'm about to talk about and saying this and saying that and misunderstanding me here and misunderstanding me here with, with intent as sometimes that happens. But, but let me just say this. If, if you can't handle questions and a conversation being raised about what deconstruction has become in progressive circles, progressive circles, then then you might want to just go ahead and and push that stop button right now, wherever you're listening from and whatever platform you're listening on, because that's exactly what I'm going to do. And I'm not I don't mean to shame anybody. If you I mean, there are tons of books written about deconstruction. People have podcasts surrounding deconstruction, Instagram accounts all kinds of stuff around deconstruction. Uh, and, and if that's you, listen, no, no shaming you, no condemning you. I'm just, I think we got to raise some, some conversation here. And, and this is really about discernment, not judgment. So, so I'm not trying to get on you or uh, you know, anything uh, in a really negative 
intentional way. But I do think, man, we, we got to start, you know, asking some questions because it seems like with this, you know, we're, we're starting to, de, you know, steer this conversation of deconstruction into the ditch. And it's become some things that, that maybe are, are negative and missing the point and uh, are self-defeating. And so I, I really want this podcast to raise some issues and raise some questions and, and, and get us thinking uh, those of us who would say we're on this quote deconstruction thing going on because, you know, from my perspective and I suspect some others join me, it looks like we're, it looks like we're just getting back to our evangelical legalism and we're just, you know, wrapping it in progressive wrapping paper with some of this deconstruction thing that we've got going on and making it into a religion. And I want to have a conversation about that. And like I said, if that's not your cup of tea and you don't want to hear what questions I'm raising and you don't, and you're just going to, you know, write it off and, and, and label me and, 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 you know, marginalize me as a voice and, and you do all that kind of stuff. Then, I mean, you can do whatever the hell you want, but I would suggest maybe don't even listen because you're just going to, you're, you're just going to get ticked off. And I got to tell you straight up for those who don't know me and for those who are just tuning in because they heard about the nature of this podcast, let me just tell you right now, it's, I've gone through what people call this deconstruction thing. And uh, I started off, so when I speak, I'm, I'm not speaking as an outsider. I'm speaking from the inside out, inside out because I, listen, no one can tell me anything about this idea of deconstruction that I haven't already known and experienced. I first was a evangelical Lutheran pastor, and then five years into my ordination and being a pastor, I left that and jumped into Southern Baptist conservative evangelical world. And I spent, gosh, some 20 years in that world. And I was that guy. Very conservative Southern Baptist boy, let's preach the gospel. That was me. And then this thing happened for me where I transitioned over time, a complete 180 out of that system, out of that brand of believing and became a completely LGBTQ affirming, um, you know, progressive, you know, if you want to call it that uh, person in my theology and my practice uh, in my beliefs. And um, so I, I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt. So I'm not speaking as one who doesn't have any knowledge or just as doing this, you know, from the sidelines. Boy, I've been in the game. And I've got the bruises and the scars and the sweat that go along with it. So someone says, well, Kratzer doesn't know what he's talking about. Well, uh, I know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm seeing it. And I've lived in this world. And I've interacted in this world. And I've written books in this world, posts, blog articles, you name it. And I'm concerned with 
what we're doing with this thing called deconstruction. I don't even like the term deconstruction. Because the way we're describing it, there's no such thing as deconstruction. Why? Because we are the deconstructed. If you've lived in conservative evangelical world for any amount of time or anything similar to that, you are the deconstructed. We have been deconstructed. We have been laid bare. That system of faith has chopped us up and beaten us and uh, destroyed us and rendered us dead. I mean, I'll just go through a list of what conservative evangelicalism has told us and has, um, you know, toxified us with and has uh, corrupted us with. It says things like this, that your heart is deceitful, desperately sick. Jeremiah 17 is where they pull that crap from. You are dead in sins. Ephesians 2, you have been brought forth in iniquity. This is what we've been taught. This is what we've been told about who we are. This is the this is the destruction that is taken upon us in our heart, soul, and mind and relationship with God from conservative evangelism. We've been brought forth with iniquity. We are folly to God. We cannot understand spiritual things. 1 Corinthians 2. We fall short of the glory of God. Romans 2. Our hearts and thoughts are only evil. Genesis 6. We are wicked. No one is righteous, Romans 8. We are unclean, Isaiah 64. We are children of wrath, Ephesians 2. We are separated from God, Genesis 1. That's the kind of God we have been told exists, a God separate from us, a God of wrath, a God of judgment, a God of violence, a genocidal, a drunk, storming out of a bar where he or she, whoever you want to call him, has his default position, which is to punish that's what we've taught. We've been taught that we are unclean, Isaiah 64, that we are children of wrath, Ephesians 2, that we are separate from God, that we have nothing good dwells within us, Romans 7, 8, that we none of us have a desire to do what is right. We are darkened in understanding, alienated from God, Ephesians 4, that the intentions of our heart are only evil, only evil. We are worthless, Romans 3. No one does good, Psalm 114, excuse me, Psalm 14. We don't understand. We can't seek God. We can't, even, we can't even move and understand God whatsoever, Romans 3. God uses us to show his wrath, Romans 9. From soul to head, we are corrupt, Isaiah 1. Only when we subscribe to conservative evangelicalism and dot their I's and cross their T's, we are told that we have any hope and only then can we have any change. We have been deconstructed. And if you're of the LGBT community, you're an abomination. And God is this Republican, American flag, Rambo, politicized, whitewashed tyrant who one day is going to come back and kick ass. That's what we've been, that's how we've been deconstructed. We have been, listen, everything about us that is good and holy and righteous from the very beginning has been trashed. We are the deconstructed. We don't deconstruct. That's impossible. We are already deconstructed. 
That's the issue. And therefore, because we are already deconstructed in our mind, in our heart, in our perception of ourselves, other people, and God, because conservative evangelicalism has depraved us into depravity, we are the deconstruction. And because of that, there is only resurrection. What we call deconstruction is actually resurrection. And listen to me very carefully. I want you to think about the story of Lazarus. Lazarus is dead. He's deconstructed. And Jesus comes along and what does what? He, he, he calls him out. Resurrection is the power of light calling us out to be our real selves, to discover, to be unearthed. To see ourselves as who we are. The light to be exposed from the darkness. The light to be uncovered and pushed through our deconstruction. Bringing us into the life that we always had. The righteousness that we've always had. The holiness and the wholeness that we already are and already have. To see God for who he already is. Hmm. And see, what happens is because deconstruction is something that we do, see, in, in terms right now, deconstruction is termed not as something that's happened to us, but the way we have it now is it's termed as something that we do. We, we deconstruct. I'm deconstructing my faith. I'm doing this. I'm studying this. I'm looking at this. I'm examining this. It becomes very performance-driven. And we're just going right back into the performance-driven religion of conservative evangelicalism that we once came out of. I'm deconstructing. And see, wherever you have a performance-driven essence, you have the start of a religious mind. And you start having little deconstruction clubs and deconstruction studies and deconstructing this and deconstructing that. Hell, me, I'm just wondering when someone's going to come out with a deconstruction Bible. Maybe there already is. And then we're going to start doing deconstructive churches and deconstructive services and deconstructed this and deconstructed that. And it's all become so purpose-driven and so legalistic and so self-righteous. Why? Because for us in our minds right now, deconstruction isn't something that's been done to us. It's something that we do. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. And I want to just tell you, there is no such thing as deconstruction. In terms of what we do, you're already fully deconstructed. You have the scars and the pain and the twitches and the triggers from what conservative evangelicalism has done to you. 
And the only thing that can possibly happen after that point is resurrection. You can't deconstruct what is already dead. And you and me who have gone through that system of faith have been rendered dead, lifeless, abominations, guilty, shameful, separated from God who is a tyrant and a murderous God who loves sending people into hell. All that stuff. Listen, you, we've been deconstructed. You can't deconstruct. You can only experience resurrection. Take it from Lazarus. And what happens to Lazarus is his burial clothes are unwrapped and unraveled. And you talk about painful. That's a painful resurrection. Listen, we, we think that the crucifixion was tough, which it was. But resurrection is the most painful, hard part. And it's nothing. we Jesus could not resurrect himself. You know, we don't resurrect ourselves. We become unraveled. And, we, and, 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 and the calling of light pushes through the death that we've experienced through evangelicalism. And we start to see and we start to breathe and we start to put one foot after another, but it's not because we're doing it. It's because light is doing it within us, pushing out. It does not happen from the outside in. It happens from the inside out. You've got to understand that. You cannot deconstruct. You can only be resurrected, and that is from the inside out. That is the light shining through, hope pushing through, revelation from within, not from out. revelation welling up within us from within us from the light that has been put within all human being that deconstruction so desperately wanted to snuff out listen folks there is no steps in deconstruction because you can't do it. You cannot do, you can only, listen, there are only stories. Listen to me, listen, we got to stop. If someone tells you that here's the steps to deconstruction, you got to run because there are only stories and every, everyone's resurrection is different. Everyone's, the way it happens is different. The, the way it, they experience is different. How light from within shines out of the darkness of their deconstruction from conservative evangelism. That's all different for everybody. And we got to stop trying to treat it like a freaking formula. Stop putting your religious fingers into people's resurrection and trying to make it into deconstruction as something they do. You can't, you can't make resurrection into a program or a podcast or a service, or a book. There's only stories. And resurrection is painful. See, what you're, what you're experiencing as you move out of conservative evangelism isn't the pain of deconstructing. It's the pain of resurrecting. It's the pain of becoming the you that's already you. It's the pain of, 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 of the unraveling of the burial clothes that conservative evangelicalism wrapped you in and tried to entomb you in and put you to death. New life is difficult. 
and being the person that you already are. You're never you're in 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 this whole idea of deconstruction says, well, I'm just going to be a new person with a new faith. No, 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 no. You're not becoming a new person. It's resurrection because you are becoming the person that you've always been. You've always been holy. God has always been affirming. God has always been unconditional love. God has always been universal. God has always been good. God has always been gracious and understanding and nonviolent. <laughs> and, and, and you have always been safe and secure. You've always been in full communion and union inseparably and irrevocably with God. Always. But conservative evangelicalism wanted to completely rid that from your mind and heart and destroy you and get you to believe every single lie about yourself, God, and other people. That's the deconstruction that happened to you. And we can only resurrect from that. And resurrection isn't something you do. When I came through my process, I, the deconstruction wasn't even a term. There were no books. There's no how-to. There's no steps. There are no steps. It's just, it's just resurrection. It happens to you. The light begins to shine from deep within and penetrate. And the burial clothes start to unravel and revelation starts to well up from you inside out. And we have resurrection stories, not steps. Because if you're deconstructing, if you're deconstructing right now, then it's about you and it's about your performance and it's about your study and it's about what, how you're deconstructing your faith and, and re, you know, you know, reprioritizing or switching it around and having this belief, you know, different over here. It's all about you deconstructing. And, and if you deconstruct, then the process doesn't become real because you did it. If you don't just let it happen, right? If you don't let resurrection just happen, it won't be real and it won't last very long. I can't tell you how many people call me up and say, oh, yes, Chris, your book that I'm studying or your message or your podcast that I'm studying, boy, it's really changed my mind about this, this, and 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 this. And then they'll message me two or three days later, and they'll still be wrestling and, and going back and, and changing their mind back towards conservative evangelicalism the next day. Why? Because they're doing it. They're forcing it. They're trying to, to make it happen. And it's not real because it's not coming from a place within, a place with authenticity. You know, I just, I think about like the stones with Joshua who was leading the people finally into the promised land and they get to the promised land and Joshua's smart. He said, let's go back here and lay some stones of remembrance down because he knew that once the people got into the promised land, right, that, that they would have moments where they would want to go back. And, 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 and so he said, listen, these are going to remind us what the hell it was like back in slavery in Egypt. So we don't go back there. So we don't even bring anything from there into the promised land. 
And I got to say, it's starting to feel like with this whole deconstruction thing that we need to have a Joshua come up and say, hey, listen, man, don't you remember what it looked like in conservative evangelicalism? Don't you remember the spiritual treadmill, all the performance driven stuff and formulas and sin management and all that crap that you had to do every goddamn Sunday? And every week in order to live up and to be able to convince yourself of what you aren't convinced of and that's and that you're doing it and that you're getting it and you're getting better when in fact you really aren't getting any better because your performance will never live up. It will never satisfy. It will always fail. And that's what we're doing now with deconstruction. We're making it, we're going back and we're and we're just taking deconstruction and and, and putting a little spiritual lipstick on it and you know, painting it with a little makeup and, and hoping we're just taking conservative evangelicalism to doism and we're just wrapping it in a little bit of makeup and, and special, you know, bling and, and, and some powder and, and some, you know, stuff and trying to make it look good in progressive circles. And then we call it deconstruction. It's just religious legalism all over again, folks. And that's why I have a real question about why are we calling it deconstruction deconstruction is something that you're attempting to do when what's fact is happening is something that you absolutely can't do but you can only allow to happen which is resurrection Now we got people who want to make deconstruction churches. I mean, this is, oh my goodness. Me personally, I can't think of anything that is less deconstructive than to go back and try to make programs and organizations and institutions and platforms on decon. I mean, it's just. I mean, like I said at the front, what the hell? We're going to have a deconstruction Bible now? Is this is this where we're going? I, I'm just wondering what the hell is the cover going to look like? <laughs> what I'm hoping you're understanding it and what I'm trying to say is, folks, this process is something you allow to happen. You can't study this into being. You can't program this into being. You can't Zoom meeting into this thing. You you cannot make this happen. You can't force it to happen. And you and we got to just some of us who are voices, you got to get your damn religious fingers out of this crap. And stop trying to make this into your money maker. This is holy work. This is revelation from within people. And, and we need to just stop making steps and just, just be, just be satisfied with people's story. Just be satisfied with your story. Stop making it into anything else. Just let it be story. Just leave it at that. Hey, this is my story. This is what's happened to me. And, and then let that be enough. Stop trying to formulate the crap out of it. Stop religiousing it. Stop making it into something that you can plot on a chart. When Jesus was resurrected, he had holes in his hands. This resurrection stuff is painful. That's what we have. 
It's not the pain of deconstruction that you're experiencing, my friend. It's the holes in your hands of resurrection. That's what's going on here. And I, I really think that we might be wise to stop speaking of it in terms of deconstruction. And I know, I mean, to, to me in the progressive world, that's the same kind of thing as if we stopped using oil as a, as a, as an earth people. Cause if you stop using oil, right, what happens? The, uh, the, the economy turns upside down, markets crash, all these industries go out of business and the world can't handle it. Even though, Moving out of oil consumption is the best thing. It's the right thing. It's the proper thing. People can't handle it. And I think that's kind of the idea that I'm feeling with deconstruction. If we stop calling it deconstruction, then all these books and all these platforms and all these things are, 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 are going to have to kind of rethink everything and, and can't handle it. So let's just, instead of going, you know what, man, maybe we need to talk about this differently. We're just going to sit on deconstruction, and 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 I and I just wonder if that's really the best term and way to think about it. That's most helpful for people, because I think what we're doing is we're just we're moving people out of conservative evangelicalism, the to do steps of that, and we're just moving them into the to do steps of deconstruction, and calling it progressive wokeism. It's not different, guys. It's just wrapped in progressive paper and we're passing it off as it's shiny and brand new and the best thing for your spiritual journey it's what you must do and we and, and then you you got people who you know well are you this far in in deconstruction are you this far are you doing this are you doing that are you doing this have you read this have you have you listened to this podcast you know and there starts to get this sense of shame like oh gosh i'm not this far along and i'll catch up and this is when you know come on folks Fucking just tell your story and let it be that way. Let that be enough. Get your hands out of everybody else's spiritual process. Just tell your story. Well, I'm thinking that that's just about as much as I have to say about this. And let me tell you, I, I want to hear your comments. Uh, let's get into a conversation. You know, I want to hear your criticism as long as it's constructive. I get it. This is tough waters because we're so committed to this word, aren't we? This term, we're so, we've got so much invested in this idea of deconstruction and the idea that we may be not getting this perfectly right. This we, There might be a better way is threatening. But I got to tell you, man, what happened to me and what I see happening is not me deconstructing. I didn't, I was not I didn't deconstruct a damn thing. Conservative evangelicalism already did that work upon my heart, mind, and soul, and upon the nature of God. And all there was left for me when I was about to commit suicide in the upper room of the townhouse that I was in and tell my wife and kids that they needed a new father and a new husband, the only thing that could do any change wasn't me going and thinking about deconstruction. I was done. There was no deconstruction to be had. All there could possibly have was a resurrection. Was a resurrection. And throughout this process, for me, it's always been resurrection. 
And I think the moment we call it deconstruction and we place it as something that we're doing, as something that we're pursuing, as something that we're studying out, as something that we're trying to learn and move forward with, man, we just make, we, you just make it into another religion. And it's not helpful. We're jumping out of the oven into the frying pan. Let's not do that anymore. Grace is brave. Be brave. Yeah.